Hey, welcome to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. This is the show where we tackle issues, whether it's uh, controversial ones, whether it's just interesting ones, or whether it's just silly ones, or whether it's just Dave rambling on. We talk about it because he's older and he tends to do that sometimes. Um, He likes, well, (laughs) ramble, not rap. Um, I like hot dogs when they're in a wrap. Yes. I've never had a hot dog in a wrap. Oh, try it. But anyway, I've had them in a bun. Put them in a wrap. A wrap. A little less, little less bread. little less bread. Yeah. At my age, you got to watch that. <laughs> you got to watch the carbs, huh? got to watch those carbs. Watch the carbs. But we're excited to be back. We, we enjoy uh, hanging out and just discussing life issues from a younger perspective. I'm a millennial and an older perspective. Dave is a baby boomer. I am. I'm a young baby boomer, but I am a baby boomer. Just like I am a... Old millennial. Old millennial. So we're right at the edges, actually. We're at, we're at, we're at the fringe. Yeah. We're the fringe. But that's okay. It's okay to be on the fringe. What came after the baby boomer? I don't even know. Um, I'm not sure. All right. Forget it. It's a question. If you know, you can email us or something. I have no idea what's between us. But we know what the baby boomer and the millennials are, so that's where we're at. That's right. That's Somewhere right. in between, there's a bunch of people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Called something. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, anyways, today, what do we want to talk about, Dave? You know, there's a lot of bashing that goes on with how much time we spend on internet or movies or that kind of thing, just media in general. That's right. Lots of it. A lot of bashing. A lot of screen time. But you know what's interesting is I'm not sure that it's bashing because it's bashing if you really like to spend a lot of screen time and somebody's telling you you're spending too much. So now they're they're getting on your case. Yeah. But there needs to be a dialogue because we were made to be relational people. That's right. Relational first with God. And then with each other. And I think that relationship is being redefined by media. Yeah. So you, let me ask you this. Can you have a relationship with somebody strictly over your phone? These days, yes. Okay. See, that's a new definition. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, so when we talk about having a healthy relationship. Right. So some people are thinking, oh, yeah, I do. Look at all my Facebook friends. Right. Or look at who I text all the time. That's right. So these people who are, I have a relationship with. Yeah. Uh, see, I would have a different definition. I would too. I would too. So we need to talk about what, what that is actually. Because I think a relationship is something where you actually look at somebody eyeball to eyeball. Yeah. You actually do something with a person. Right. You're actually with them. Physical. Physical. Now, do your kids, and, I, and I've seen you, so I know the answer to this, but... Do your kids like running up to you and giving you a hug? Yes. Why do they do that? Why don't they just hug the phone in a picture of you? Well, because I don't interact with them on a the phone. That's right. And that's very important to see. Right. When you put it at, at nature's best, yeah. children can be distracted by the media, but when you give them a chance, they would rather sit on your lap, they would rather laugh and play with you, they'd rather go outside and do something with you until you reprogram them. Right. And if you reprogram them, they might enjoy media more than they enjoy people. And what have you just done in their life? Right. You know, I think, I think the whole thing is an issue. And I do think we are getting some kids that day that are wired that way. Oh, they are. You know, I saw a statistic put out by the Nielsen Company. So fairly, you know, it's a company that does research. And they say the average American, so this is just average, devotes 10 hours, about 10 hours and 39 minutes each day to consuming media during... You know, during the day. Okay, now wait a minute. There's ten. Uh, there's only 24 in a day. I'm just saying, this is what they've discovered. <laughs> so, 
So whatever that means. So whether that's, I think it's 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 using tablets, smartphones, personal computers, okay. multimedia devices, video games, radios, DVDs, DVRs, and TVs. Okay, back the bus up. Because <laughs> what we want to do is say, okay, you and I right now, we're looking at computers. Does right. that count? I don't know. This is work. I'm just saying, I that's a statistic. So statistic. in my generation, it would have been, there are business people spending hours with a yellow pad of paper. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't have TV. You know what I mean? Day, Dave. Uh, yellow pad of paper and a pen. That's right. A legal pad. Some of them are using a Parker. No, you had a typewriter. Yeah, some of them are using a Parker pen. You know, yes, in college. I don't we even had, know what a Parker pen is. Oh, go look it up. They're great pens. I will use the computer that's right in front of that's me. That's right. Don't look it up. <laughs> See, look it up. My, generation, my generation is still getting used to the idea that you can look everything up right away. Right, you don't have to go to the library yeah, it's and like, get up in an encyclopedia. I'm with somebody your age, and they're saying, and I'm saying, boy, I need to learn about this. And they go, yeah, here it is. That's right. I'm going, get out of town. How did you get that? Do you carry have the you Encyclopedia anybody... Britannica with you? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I remember even as a kid, you know, we'd have a book, we had a book bookshelf, and there was this like huge collection, encyclopedia. And I remember even in, in my day, because that's, I mean, I remember we had dial-up internet. Yep. In high school, and that yep. was new, and we had to do a research paper. And I remember, I forgot what I was doing, but I tried. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm waiting for the dial-up, you know, bing, yeah, bing, bing, yeah, bing yeah. You know, however the sound was. Yeah, we gave that to you. You're welcome. That's right. And so I'm like, well, let me see if I can find it quicker in the encyclopedia. So I look, and I couldn't quite, like, didn't have enough information. So I'm like, I oh, forget it. I went to the computer, and bada bing, bada boom, it was right there. It was yeah, nice. you know, I walked into a library of a new school the other day. Did that hurt? It did. It okay. did. I my first thought was. This is a really small room. <laughs> that was my first thought. Gotcha. And mostly the books on the shelf were picture books for children. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but there was a huge room attached to about the same size full of computers. That's oh, the library. That's the library. That's the library. And Digital. Then school. Yeah. Interesting. The, now, I can understand that. Uh, young children might still want to look at pictures and touch the pages and turn them. Um, I wonder they, what percentage like of people still have a library card. I do. I do. You know why? I just got one. You at did. 61. I just got one <laughs> recently as well. You, you can get the books digitally from the library on your iPad. Really? On your iPad, yes. No. Yeah, free. You can borrow them and two weeks later go away. No. Yeah, but you got to do it from your local one. So I had to go in and get a local library card. So do you have, but can you do it on the internet? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I take it off. It goes on my iPad and I, I can read the book on my iPad. See, look at this, Dave. Look at what's happening. Mr. Techie here. <laughs> oh, I was going beyond that. Wait a minute. Did, saying, I, did I just teach you something about tech? You did. You did. Let's you write did. this But one you down. also influenced me more to use my media. Yeah, there you go. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't think so. Here's an article I was reading online. It, okay. There's a lady. She Did you check this out from the library? No, I did not. Okay. I did not. But I was reading this online. Screen time. No doubt Screen about time. it. time. Part of your 10 hours and 39 minutes. That's right. Minutes. This is a, a reporter that was writing, and she was writing about technology and her family, a mom. Okay. So a mom said this, I use tech the way my dad used alcohol, compulsively, irresponsibly, and excessively. Whoa. Wow. And then she goes on and says this, no matter how I carefully monitored what and how much my children watch, they are watching me more. And what they see is my eyes aren't on them, really. She then observes that during a recent hashtag Me Too, which I don't understand the hashtag thing, on a recent hashtag Me that, Too social that, media takeover. That was a... Um, 
That was a movement. That, let me let me educate okay, you. Okay, thanks. That was a, a recent movement on social media for women who have been um, sexually abused. Or well, I know that, but harassed. I don't understand the hashtag thing. I wouldn't know how to use it. But it, oh, right. that's what I don't understand. You don't understand. I understand hashtag. that people were saying hashtag Me Too, whatever is has to do with that scandal. Right. But I just don't know how you use it. Yeah, you could follow hashtags. So if you typed in on your on your browser, I am. Right I'm now, looking at one right now. I know, but if you were to type like hashtag Me Too on Google, yeah. it would bring up a bunch of other people that did it oh it would so that's how you search hashtags on google you do it well you could do it on any social media platform can you do it on twitter yes oh then i might someday all right here we go but she says during a recent hashtag me too social media takeover she was spending more time and energy sharing my story on facebook than with people on whom it would actually impact my eyes were fixed on my screen not on my family In other words, while she should have been reaching out to her children about those deep issues surrounding sexual harassment, she was instead investing on an online trend. Mm. Now, I find a couple of things interesting in her observations. First of all, I found it interesting that she compared her tech habits to an alcoholic. Yeah. Is that a fair comparison? You know what? At first, I want to say no. But as you look into it, it's probably a fair assessment. Now, I, I am not an alcoholic. Um, I've had them in my family. Yeah. But I'm not one. And not my immediate family, my other right. generation. Right. Um, it's interesting because what I've understood is that there are, quote, good alcoholics and bad alcoholics. I had uh, never it, knew that. Yes. There are those who, when they get um, a little inebriated, they get angry. Oh, more violent. And there are those that just get funny and, okay. and more pleasant. So okay. that's what I meant by good and bad. Okay, not, I'm following. Not you. necessarily it's good to be drunk. But I, that's where I wasn't, I wasn't following. So no, I my generation would say, well, that guy's a good alcoholic. In other words, he gets drunk, he just gets funny. Um, okay. That one, when he gets drunk, he beats his wife. I mean, that that's right. A, right. E- either one is, I think, unacceptable. But Right, I understand. But on that. So what's interesting is when I read this, I thought, I wonder if you could be a good techaholic or a bad techaholic or if it doesn't matter it just takes you does that's, does a holicism right somehow alcoholic or a holic so this is techaholic right does techaholicism right take you away and abuse the people you love like alcoholism does mm. i would i w- in the way that she described it you know cuz she was saying that it took away time from her family as her children watch her She's more focused on that than she is her kids. And so I, in the context that she used it, I would say yes to your, your, yeah. your assessment. So she's actually focused on people she doesn't know. Right, right. While neglecting the people in her own family. And telling them to, you know, I'm busy right now. Saying that this is more important than you. Yeah. And Boy, that's, that's, that's hard, hard to take. Right. And I would say that because of that assessment then, then I don't think there is necessarily a good techaholic. Yeah. So, so do you think uh, there can be addictions? I mean, can people do this with other things besides technology? I would say yes. So you can get addicted to things that people would consider acceptable. Yep. Like exercise. I would say that people can get to... So, yeah. so you would ignore relationships because of exercise. You right. might do that. Right. Um, it, so anything in life that could take over where you're obsessed by it right. and you're willing to not be in people's lives could be very dangerous. Right, or even exclude yourself from certain people and only allow yourself to be a part of other people. Well, let me throw a defense at you. Defend away. Um, so exercise is good, Jason. I need to do that to stay alive. Yeah, but when it becomes too much and it neglects other things in your life, it's no Technology longer... Technology is good. We're using it right now. Right. 
But if you do too much, it becomes bad. And I think even worse than that, I think in the Bible what we're told about is to be dependent on God. And what's happening, I think, a lot of times is we start to find the endorphins or something. We, we begin to get the thrill of life from something else other than God and people. Yeah. Is it possible for somebody to develop a relationship with a thing? No. But if you do that, then you're really odd. Right. But I think that's going on. I and think, I think that is going on. Is, is I think people, people have, have relationships, relationships. Yeah. with things. I think you can have a relationship with a car. Right. If you're uh, like a, in my day, we call them gearheads. You know what I mean? Right. You're out there, you're always messing with the car. The car is everything. You're always, uh, or an an antique car maybe, you know what I mean? And you're always spending time polishing it and doing something. Before you know it, the things in life become more valuable than the relationships in life. Mm. And, And I think you won't know that because it comes slowly in life. It develops slowly. Yeah. So it becomes more normative for you. Mm hmm. I might suggest that you really need somebody in your life to ask you questions about what you're doing. Yeah. Like, how are you using media and how are you, maybe you're an antique car person, you know, how are you enjoying the cars? How much time, how much time are you spending doing the things that are relational with your family and the people you love? And how much time are you enjoying God? Those are, those are valuable questions. And if something's stopping you from that, I think we have to back off of that. And maybe we need to talk about intentionality again in a little bit more. Absolutely. And I think these are great questions. And I think it's it's eye-opening in a sense because we don't look at these issues in our life from this perspective before. And I think there's even listeners out there that might be getting a little bit uncomfortable because we're starting to point the finger at certain things that they might embrace more than they should. That we all embrace. That we all embrace, you know. And so let's jump into this more. We're going to take a short break and be right back here on Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. And we've been talking about being addicted to things. Uh, Dave brought up this article where a mom compared her usage of her mobile device, her smartphone, to that of an alcoholic. And she outlined some of the similar patterns that she saw. And so then we were kind of dissecting that and applying it to a lot of things in our own lives and whether or not that was a fair assessment. And we we came to the conclusion that it was actually a fair assessment based on the way that it neglects other areas of our lives, our, our life, and, and even, you know, the relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we left it off before the break, Dave. And, and I want to jump into this a little bit more and kind of dissect it a little bit, because I think this is something that is really hitting, it's hitting myself, and I'm sure it's hitting some of the listeners out there and, and almost kind of causing us to put us up on guard, like saying, wait a second, you're comparing me to an alcoholic? Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, a bold statement. Can something be good, Jason, and still be something that ruins your life? Yes, I would say so. Okay, so what happens is, I think in all of our lives, there there are things that we consider good that we get involved in. So we get involved in something good. Right. And as we get involved in this good, it seems like there's no problem with it, so we get over-involved in it, and before you know it, it takes over our life. Right. And there's nothing evil about it, so it's hard to correct. Right. Right, and, and it doesn't seem as if there's anything wrong in doing it. No. Let, let me give you an example. When I was, years ago when I taught school, I was doing a survey with the kids, and I was just trying to get them to be honest with me. And they used to come in, and, and every day they would talk about their television programs, and it was a pretty wealthy district. So years ago, having a television in your room when you're a fifth grader was a big deal, but they all had televisions in yeah. their rooms. So they would go to bed every night watching television. They watched late-night shows when they are in fifth grade. I mean, wow. they, they would do all that. 
And I once asked, uh, did a survey kind of thing, and I asked, okay, you, you know, if you had a choice to give up your television or time with your parents, what would you give up? Uh, time with their parents won by quite a bit. Really? And I oh. thought, they've already been trained uh, warped. Right, and that was, that was years ago. It was. And television, I mean, you could look at television and say, television in and of itself isn't evil. Right. But what if it becomes evil because of the association and the addiction and the attraction we have towards it, where we start ignoring the important because of the unimportant? Right. And that's really what we see here. What she's talking about in this article, I think, is I'm a mom who has realized that this media stuff has the same results as my alcoholic dad had. Mm -hmm. That I think that I'm giving to my kids the same kind of parenting, only I've switched it from alcohol to media. Right. That's a pretty dangerous statement. I, I was thinking, you know, there are things in life that are consumable and there are things that aren't. Okay. You, there are things in life that you're supposed to use. Okay. And people aren't one of them. Right. Okay. There are things in life that you are supposed to have a relationship with. Those aren't things you use. You use the things in life to have relationships. Okay. For example, I use a house so that I can have a relationship with a wife and a family. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. I use it. I don't use my wife and family to have a house. Right. Because okay. you can have a yeah, house. Yeah. Because that them. seems ridiculous. But. The truth is that people do like using each other, and that's what's against the Scriptures. If you look through the Bible, you find that we're to be people who love God and love each other. That's how we were created. Yeah. When, when God summarized what Christianity was about, that's how he summarized it. Yeah. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Love each other. I mean, that, that's the summary. Right. So anything that starts getting in the way of those. Here, I made a list of things because I think here's what happens. You got a calculator somewhere? I do. Let me get out my calculator. Okay. Let me get out my smartphone here. There you go. Yeah, yeah we're, we can't get away from it. But what I was thinking is how much of our life is actually spent trying to achieve things that are consumable that are going to go away and how much time that we do not have then for the importance of relationships in our life. Right. So, for example... Um, the average phone cost, and I've done this from just talking to people in my own costs, and I live in the state of Wisconsin, Midwest, you know, so these are, these are somewhat reasonable costs that I'm going to throw out there. But a phone, when you get a phone, yep. it's a consumable. One day you're going to throw the thing out. One okay. day it's not going to have any value at all. And, and you'll spend for the plan and for the phone about 120 bucks a month for that. You have two people in your house. Two I mean, about, I'm, I'm talking about $60 a piece. So young couple gets married. About 120 bucks, and I think that's a pretty conservative number. Okay, uh, for that, uh, cable television. Now, again, there are packages all over the place, but people, this is very important. The media part, and and it's changing. The dynamics are changing with uh, the way things are coming over the internet and things. But, right, you can stream stuff. But sort of the, thing, right? the people that I've talked to spend anywhere from 100 to 200 dollars a month. Right, on so we'll their cable. So let's say 150 okay. for that. The internet. I mean, what I have to spend is $60 a month on internet. I don't have really a, a choice. That's all I have. So let's throw 60 on there. Uh, when people buy cars, you can, you can buy in our area, 199.ride. You know I mean? You can buy it for, a, for $200, <laughs> you can get a car. So let's put $200 a month down there. Uh, and by the way, when you're done with a car, there's no way to invest in a car. They're gone. I mean, they're, they're, they're a piece of junk. When you're done, every dollar you put into it, you're going to lose. Yep. I mean, that's the way that goes. Housing. 
most people that are in your age bracket, uh, Jason, they still like renting. They don't like buying. So they're taking their money monthly, and they're actually just throwing it away. What they get in exchange for it is another month with a roof and water and that kind of stuff. Yep. But let's let's put that at about 1000 bucks a month. Okay. Okay, just housing, all that kind of stuff. Coffee, Starbucks kind of thing. Now, I'm not talking about brewing coffee at home. I'm talking about buying it somewhere else. 60 bucks a month. 60 bucks a month. And that's once, an average of uh, 15 bucks a week, That's maybe? right. And what, what happens is you, so like you drink drinks. that and it's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're not, that's not an investment in anything. And, and the last thing I have is, you know, most young people have a school loan. Okay. So, and, and I'm going to be conservative. Again, they're all over the place on this. You could have a 50 buck a month payment, or you can have, I've heard as much as $600. You know, people are paying back. Yeah. Wow. But maybe they're trying to pay back. You know, I mean, sure. I, I didn't ask the question because it wasn't mine to ask. But sure. just wonder. So let's just go with 100. That's kind of a conservative figure a month. Okay. What's our, our total on that? 1690 So if you work somewhere, you need $1,600 that you're going to throw out every month. Well, $1,700. $1,700 you're going to throw out every month. Right to start with. Right. And, and you're going to compromise spending time with people that you would never throw out and people you would never use, but you would, spend, you would compromise spending time with them so that you could have all these things you're going to throw right. out. Well, and some would argue that some of those things are necessities. They are. You know, you have to live somewhere. Yeah, but let's talk about you it. Know. Phone. Right. Do, do you have to have the latest and greatest? Because this can go higher. Oh, and absolutely. It can go higher. I mean, right now we have the, the X. The iPhone 10. Yeah. Is it? $1,000 for a phone. Because otherwise, you know what's really amazing, Jason? I but don't worry. You could only, I mean, you could have it for as low as, you know, $30. Right. And I haven't, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't even begun to talk about you need food, you need that. And right. then we live in the North deodorant, Woods. Deodorant, Dave. Don't forget. Yeah, deodorant. Got to have that. Um, and, and hair glue. You know I mean? All, right. the, all the essentials of all, life. All the Swedish essentials. That's right. But you know what? I see people going by with, like, these real fancy trucks pulling... Four wheelers, you don't or even these, those UTV things. Yeah, you don't yeah. even see, you, you don't even see people, ad, you know, ads on television or, or any media telling you, you can buy this outright. It's every time it's per month, right? And what's happening is we have people so frazzled because their whole life, they they're tied to this per month thing, right. and they're living for that, and they start to not live enjoying the people in their life because so, they're giving So is it stuff. wrong for me to go out and have a four-wheeler? No, it's not. But I okay. think it should be one like, I have one. It's about 30 years old. It's all paid for. And I think you could have one. Yeah. But, but I think that you have to use... Is re- it wrong to have the latest and greatest? Um, I don't know. Depends on what it is. Yeah. You know, I have a different philosophy about cars. If you were my son, Jason, yeah. you would have a junk car. Right. I could care less. If you're my daughter and I have two daughters... That's not going to happen. I don't want them stranded somewhere. I think it's dangerous. Right. There's a difference. And people who say there isn't, I'm sorry, there is for me. I'm 61. That's what I think. Right, right. And, and so I would let you hitchhike somewhere, figure out a way to hike for five <laughs> miles, and I wouldn't let them do that. Right, right. So I think there's some variable there that I don't, you know, right. that I could be wrong or not. I'm Dave. I'm not God. So who knows? Right. But if you go through it, you know, your phone, cable, nobody needs cable anymore. Right. I, re- I know cable industry is just. I'll shut off the radio. But I don't think they need it. There are other options, and I don't think, I think you waste too much time watching pretend life. Internet, you're going to pay something. I was proud of my daughters. They actually went and they lowered their internet bills. They said, man, what's the minimum speed I can use? And they got that. And I thought, you know, good for you. Why? Because every month you throw it out. Right. Whatever it is, whatever you're paying, it's gone. Right. And uh, a a car, uh, you know, I, I really suggest this for people that are listening. Take time, 
the car you have now, try and make it last as long as you can. Mm-hmm. And I would start to look and try and make a payment to the bank for a car that you want to get someday. Right. And when you get enough to buy it cash, buy it cash, and then hang on to it for like 15 years. Right. My wife and I have done that. It's one of the best things we've done because every dollar you put in that car, you're throwing out anyway. Right. Don't spend more on interest. Don't right. spend more on interest. Try and, and if you're going to buy a used car, if you're a guy, <laughs> I know I'm terrible in this way. You know, okay, buy one. You might have to walk somewhere. It, it, but buy one that's reliable. Right. You know, if you know the person, it's a whole lot better than if you don't. Right. Because they're getting rid of it for some reason. Uh, housing. Uh, I've said this before in our program. I really think you're better off. If you're spending a thousand bucks a month for rent, you could buy a house and, and you could be in that range. And then when you leave, you can have something to get a little back. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to pay you great dividends, but you can get something back. Uh, coffee. I really don't. Th- I think you can make it at home. I, I, <laughs> you know, personally, I just think you can make it at home, save 60 bucks. And the school loan, I think that's a, a mistake our whole culture has gotten into. So if you're into it, I'm sorry. You still got to pay it that's off. That's a whole other episode, I it's think. It's a whole other episode. But the bottom line really is I, I think that sometimes the consumable stuff in our life is blocking us from the things that are not consumable. So really what you're saying, Dave, is that a lot of those things in and of themselves aren't necessarily bad. Right. But if they become the priority in our life, more so than the people around us, the way, the way that God has created us to be, to love God and to love others, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. And I think that's what, going back to the article at the top of the show, was talking about this, this mom, she came to the realization that she was missing out on the fact that her family was around her and she was checking out to live a totally different life via her social media, whatever it was on her phone. Right. And I think so often, and whatever it is, whether it's through our phones, through the toys that we own, through our perceptions of wanting to have more, whether it's money, whether it's cars, whether it's, you know, as a listener, you fill in the blank, whatever it is in your life that, that is taking you away from what is important and what has eternal value. What we're saying on this show is that just think about those things because those things might be taking your attention and your efforts away from spending time on the things that really matter. Yeah. You know, and I would even say that I've seen that even in my life and it, and I've challenged myself in that. You know, it, even at my boys at right now, it's like I intentionally try to leave my phone on the counter or do something because I, I notice when they're observing me on my phone. Right. And they're only four and, and one and a half. And I don't want to set up the stage for them to think that that's just the way it's going to be. Right. You're creating a normal. Right. And, and the normal would be to look at the phone and not interact with me. Right. And, and I would rather have the normal for them to want relationships, real relationships, not just friends on Snapchat or, or things like that. I want them to have, to be able to interact with you, Dave, which they do, right. you know, which is great. You know, and to see young people that can interact with anybody, regardless of their age, to me is rewarding because then they're experiencing and gaining wisdom. We talked about wisdom in a different show. Then they're gaining wisdom in life and how they can fall more in love with who God is. And that's to, really you know, the point. To somehow have young people like yourself, Jason, realize the importance of cultivating relationships and being willing to say anything that begins to get in the way of that, I am willing to rearrange right. so that it doesn't get in the way of the relationship. First and foremost, with God. And secondly, with your spouse, if you're married. Thirdly, with your children, if you have children, or with any other human being. People are not consumables. Don't get in the habit of treating people like they're consumables. And you can get in the habit of doing that, and that's very dangerous. Keep things on the level they should be, and you can be healthy. Absolutely. And, and one of the things my dad says to me all the time is, you know, time flies. 
And it only goes faster the older you get. And so take advantage of the people around you now um, because you never know when you when that's going to be gone. And Absolutely. so that's my encouragement too is just remember what the main thing is all about. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. Head on over to Relate365.com to check out old episodes and download those. And we will see you here next time. God bless.